Tonight's show is sponsored by nobody. But if you like the podcast, maybe go into the description, maybe follow us on social media, maybe you'll have fun. Tonight we talk. Tonight we talk, changing who we are, why, and maybe why you should too. Time flows forward, whether or not we want it to. We are riding the stream, and along it, everything we witness changes. This started so long ago, none of us can even remember the true beginning, which is, of course, when we were infants. But gradually, the faces we pass and the things we've seen, the things we remember, develop. This is the nature of change. For a long time, I was ignorant to this. It doesn't really make any sense, but I lived with a double standard in my head. Both at the same time, I felt I was growing as a person, and also remaining the same good old Grayson I'd always been since childhood. Eventually, I had become such a different person, in at least one aspect of myself, that I couldn't not see there was change that had taken place. Once I actually started putting the metaphorical pieces together, made up of the subtle differences in who I was and how they were progressively becoming more dominant over time, I began having a perspective. It would be crazy to think that we people don't change along with it all, with life. It's still a reasonable mistake. Not all people are sympathetic, and even then we can only fully experience life through our own senses. Though, whether it's peering to me or peering to somebody else, in each of our eyes, everything else that exists is integrated into a grand perception of the world. Ultimately, that grand perception comes to a first-person point of view. It can feel like we're not included in that scenery lined along the sides of the time stream, even though in another person's life, we were always a part of it. And this is only the change that goes unnoticed, where it builds unknowingly until it can't be ignored anymore. People change for so many different reasons. I guess most just want to be different in whatever way seems best for them. And the ones that don't look for change, or change for the better at least, well, I think I'm going to cover that a little later. Or I, I guess I should say, we will cover that later. You see, this week I asked my friend Jake onto the show. Being somebody I grew up with, and somebody I grew up around, I figured talking about his and my own opinions on change, and how we've seen change affect each other, I don't know, it made sense in my head to have it. So in a moment, you'll be sitting in on our conversation. I hope you enjoy. I feel like you should go ahead and introduce yourself, however you want, screen name or personal name or whatever. Uh, my name is Jake. I also go by SynchroChamp, I suppose, and uh, that's that's me, SynchroChamp with an underscore in the middle for my Twitter handle, if you want oh that. Oh my god, Link. stop selling out. <laughs> oh. Hey, hey. Hey, Wait, was that no. going somewhere? You're just like, hey, hey. Sounds like the beginning of a 90s song. <laughs> oh boy. So, you and I have been friends for a really long time. 
Yeah, just 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 a just a little bit. And, you know, just to give a little bit of backstory, I've actually known you longer than you've known me, and not in a weird way, but there's a story behind that. Right? I need. Uh, is there? <laughs> I need your confirmation to feel validated. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't remember the story. You and I went to the same public school. Yeah. You moved away. I stayed. You moved back. You didn't remember me. No. You didn't remember anybody except for, like, two people, you said. So, I mean, this is a beautiful transition to get onto the topic. I wanted to talk about change with you. I don't know. You and I have been through so much. If not together, then parallel to each other. Yeah. So, (laughs) you were going to say? Just going to say that's true. You're right. It is very true. Thank you. I am always right. So check, oh, your, check your that's privilege. not true. No, that is not true at all. Don't <laughs> anybody listening. Don't take that seriously at all. You didn't need to add that so at all. Single tier. I want you to tell me, or at least can you even think of a time that you've changed personally? Uh, like, like you mean like changed how I, the way that I think, the way that I act or the way that I like, when I say change, I'm talking about it almost as a whole, but we can tackle different points of it, I guess. But right now, I want to know you personally. I think we met in, what, grade 7? 8. 8. From the point of grade 8 to right now, you're in college. I am unemployed and, you know, a failure of life, blah, 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 blah. That's not true. That's that's the one thing. Okay, you, you just keep lying to people. What the hell, man? Thank you so much for defending me on that. <laughs> no, I'll be going to college hopefully within a couple months. But I want to know if you adamantly can think of your character changing from way back then to now. Well... Okay, this was a this was a moment in grade eight, I okay. would say. Like you do, as a child, you do a lot of like latching on to what like your opinions really stem from a lot of what your parents' opinions are, right? I can agree. So like, my taste in music was really what my mom was listening to on the radio whenever we would go to like drive me to school or whatever or or similar moments, and like. I didn't really have my own musical taste until um, a teacher, a beloved teacher of mine, would play like mm-hmm. occasional like educational music during class. Educational and, music, um, <laughs> like music to the point of educating us on something. Okay. And uh, it was it was um, Pink Day that he put on a song by Billy Talent called nothing to lose that's just okay. all about this kid who's bullied and like um eats all his lunches alone in the bathroom and whatnot um mm-hmm. and like that was a really big moment for me where i was like dang i'm into aggressively punk music i'm into the <laughs> real edgy stuff hell yeah maybe not in my music taste but i look back to when I was younger 
and I see so much change and maybe maybe it's just me but I don't feel like it is when I say a lot of that change has been around tough or struggling times in my life um yeah I can agree with that I mean I don't know I'm not gonna force you to get too personal I can only leave that up to you but I can since we know each other um suggest maybe you talk about something um so I at least have noticed when I first met you Jake you were very similar to how you are now but you you almost seemed subtly angry what do you mean I can't say why exactly because only you truly know if this even holds true but just I don't know how to phrase exactly the odd time I felt like maybe you'd lose your temper <laughs> uh, like I, I've definitely had teachers tell me that I should take anger management and whatnot, and I don't actually really know like why. <laughs> you don't. I, know I'm why. just like I'm just a quiet person. Like I'm not really an angry person. I just don't talk a lot to people that I don't really like know or haven't got to know. Like reserved almost. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm I'm just not like a people person. I can understand that. Um, within the last couple months, really. And this is something I'll open up about myself, which I'm not necessarily proud of, um, at least, is that I really branched off from being close to people. All I really wanted was to be alone. But then there was also this voice in the back of my head saying, you should, you know, go spend time with your family. You should go spend time with your friends. And what I really noticed is I was getting angry at them. Uh, and I couldn't explain why. I just wanted to be, like, reserved. Like, I don't know. I don't... Uh, I, I mean, I know what you're, you're like, talking about. But, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I've never really had that issue, right? Because, no. like, <sighs> I didn't have <laughs> friends, even, until I met you guys. Like, to be honest. Really? I, I didn't talk to anybody. Like, ever. This is actually <laughs> something I, I'd never known, and I've known you for a fair amount of years now. Yeah. Like... I was just, I was that kid that was really easy to pick on because I was like mm -hmm. weird as fuck. Like I did, I was, uh, you, you've met my brother, right? I've met your brother. Yeah. A couple times. I was very much like him. I was that, that kid that just says random things. To, like I tried to get attention, I guess. To just strike up any kind of conversation, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like at some point we've all been there. Now, you know that my parents are divorced, right? Yeah. Yeah, so my parents got divorced right after 
or at least it feels like it was right after I turned six. And I can't blame my behavior on that, but I can say my behavior got worse after. I was kind of a little kid bully. Like, I was pretty aggressive. I would get into fights with my brother that were almost always my fault. And I was bullied a lot. Not that that excuses anything. It's hard to look back on your past, I guess, and think, why was I this way? And then just blame it on something that bad that happened. Because it's so past that we can't really remember why. Yeah. But for a very, very long time, the only person I had to count on was my younger brother. He was essentially my only friend. And this is where I can connect to what you're saying, where you say you didn't really have any friends. For a very long time, I didn't have any friends. Um, you said it wasn't until grade eight. I actually made friends in grade seven. Mm-hmm. And those friends actually kind of ditched me. So kind of a led to an abandonment situation. And for a long time, I blamed why I wasn't liked on my weight, because I was a very, very husky kid. I weighed 210 pounds in grade six. Like, I was obese as hell. And I went from being this kid who liked to cause a little bit of trouble, but was bullied to the point he hurt so much, he just felt like he didn't really deserve to have friendship. And even though I always had somebody there, just one person, my brother, I always found myself seeking this appreciation from people that didn't matter. And then I met you guys, and you guys were actually like my real friends. Well, we'll always be real friends, okay? I don't know. I feel like maybe it's just because we're getting older. But from, like, when I met you, I feel like you're a lot more confident. (laughs) You laugh at that, but, I mean, I feel like it's true. It might be, because it's pretty hard to get less confident than what I was. (laughs) It's pretty hard to get lower than the bottom tier. (laughs) Yeah, but, but, uh, like, even, like, when I went to college, when I went to my first class, um, I, I still couldn't talk to anybody i i still can't make eye contact when i talk with like even you guys i just i can't do it at least in your voice it feels like you're more confident i guess so and really it's all about the small victories isn't it mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean i don't really want to complain about my life because i've had it pretty good like a lot of kids, not to say that bullying's not a serious issue, but uh, and not to disjustify the significance of bullying by saying other people have it worse, like a starving kid who's orphaned on the streets has it much worse than a kid who grew up being bullied, but I also grew up in a home that was very stable uh, besides the divorce, but other than that, I feel like you had a much more trying upbringing 
like uh, I've always felt like the responsible one in my household, <laughs> like even at a young age. So like mm-hmm. in that respect, I don't feel like I've changed. I've just always felt responsible for most things. Yeah. Which is it's not true. Like I wasn't a responsible child at all. I just felt like I was. Uh, and like I don't know. I don't want to sound rude. But I mean, I've I've been to your house. I've met some of your family. And I hope it comes off the right way when it's when I say I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, do you want to go into any kind of you don't have to be too too specific, but you can go into some description if you want about your upbringing. Well, um, I don't know where to start. <laughs> um, there's just like there's so much there, right? There's a lot there. I know. <sighs> I don't know. Especially, like, the last couple years. They, like... I definitely was the adult in the family. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, really weird to think about. It is. You could just start with where most people start, at least. Their parents stopped being together. Well, my my mom and dad got married, like, right after I was born. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know exactly when they broke up it was probably like a year after probably something like that so like i'd never have known them to be together and i've been flying out to see my dad who was amazing out in alberta every like summer and i'm Mm -hmm. blessed to have him he's he's the greatest father i could probably ever have Mm -hmm. it's just uh it's just a shame he's so far away all the time but uh is it's here that uh really like I had to look out for my brother all the time and uh I don't know it's definitely well, been a, a big part of who I am shaped me a lot oh I can definitely see where you're coming from uh I don't want to be full of myself when I say that I'm more of no this is going the right way I think for Out of all the things I say, I think this is going the right way. Okay. Out of most qualities that I am, I think I'm understanding. Yeah. And I can understand the feelings and, like, how it all fits together on how you turn out to be from where you came from. You having to feel really responsible and take care of your brother. Like, there's this big, like, debate in, like, the, the scientific community about, like, mm-hmm. what shapes a person more, nature or or uh, or nurture. Experience. Genes versus, yeah. like, how you're raised. And, like, that's that's a really interesting one for me because neither of my parents went to college, neither of my parents were particularly good at anything they did in school but uh i got like straight a's through high school and um i definitely wasn't raised that way at all (laughs) so like i have no idea how i've gotten to where i am i think it's actually I, i know exactly why it's because i wanted to get out of my 
shitty situation so bad that I, I've worked my ass off to make sure that I could do that. Yeah, and I've always respected you for that. Uh, I'm not, I feel like I've said it to you before, but it might be one of the things I admire most about you. <laughs> Thank you. Like, just knowing how unhappy you were with where you were. And you, I know so many people. And if it's not people I know, it's people I've heard of through other people that failed or didn't try. They just kind of let themselves be sucked up by the shitty situation. And you see it where we came from. I'm not going to name the town, but you see it in that place in a lot of people. Do you agree with me? Yeah. No, I know what you mean. A lot of people that their lives didn't turn out the way they wanted, either because they ran into bad luck or they put themselves there, but they never willed themselves to get out. But like you're working towards it. You're, you've done it. You're, you're out. Yeah. Like, that's, that's mostly thanks to like, like my, my will got me there, but also like my dad was like a big help in that. So yeah. Cause thank you, dad. I've never met your dad, <laughs> but I've, I've only heard good things about him. I'm sure you met him at, he came to my, to our, to our high school grad. I probably saw his face then, mm -hmm. but I don't think I ever, sh I've never been introduced to him enough to like shake his hand. Or no, hey, that's a Jake's a dad. <laughs> but this just shows, I guess, the development of a person. Don't you see it that way? Yeah. Like, if anything, you went from being this kid who, as most kids are, are a victim to circumstance or I don't know what the opposite would be just you're at the whim of circumstance pretty much you were put into whatever situation you were born into yeah and you went from being this vulnerable person to being like nah I'm gonna be what I've always really wanted from being in this bad situation I want out mm -hmm. like uh, I'm, I'm gonna talk about what I'm gonna be doing for for a hot minute all right like okay it's amazing to me that i'm going to be able to wake up and work with what i love which is video games every single day of my life that's going to be amazing look i feel like in our interests you and i have come from a very similar place and just thinking about that sounds amazing yeah and you can you can go on about that if you'd like like waking up every day and getting to do something that you've always wanted to do. <laughs> like like some people they're like I want to I want to help people. I want to make people's lives better and I went through that phase, right? Like I was like maybe mm -hmm. I could be like a like a cop, maybe I could do something like that and help people, but like I I'm not cut out for that, right? I don't have the physical ability to do yeah. anything like that. So uh game programming is going to be my way of touching people even if it's in like just like the slightest way like i i coded somebody the ability for somebody to jump in something like fucking assassin's creed or some shit like anything small mm -hmm. like that and I'll, I'll be happy i'll be content that'll be awesome isn't 
that kind of what we're all trying to do is be a part of something bigger than ourselves. Yeah, very very much so, I think. I think that's... Like, sorry, go on, go on. Like, uh, mm, there was an argument that I heard, like, if you could, like, choose to just sit around and do nothing all day and be paid for that, mm-hmm. or, like, you could, like, like, there are people that would take that, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then there's the people that just, like, they need to have a goal in their head to want to wake up in the morning, and I can completely understand that mentality. I am the same way, and I think it's why, like, a writer writes, and it's why a person who draws makes something original and an original piece of art. It's to feel like you've contributed to something that's better than you. Right? Like, you weren't made to do this thing, and you weren't made as this thing, but you went out yourself and you did it. Yeah. And I'd like to take a moment to talk about all the people that don't, that, you know, you're doing exactly what you want. Yeah. And you're on the way. But there are so many people that never change into that. Can you give me an example of a time, like... You've seen that, witnessed it. Well, okay. Me, me, and my gene ed teacher had a, uh, we we had a group conversation in my arts and sciences class about this kind of thing, mm-hmm. and uh, he asked the group that um, why we think that people will just um not seek knowledge, not seek, quote unquote, enlightenment. Mm-hmm. He likes that term a lot. Um. Why not seek to better yourself every step of the way? And, like, some people are just content with with not knowing, you know? Like, enlightenment is just, like, in, in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe somebody wakes up every day and their goal is to get another high and that's what, that's what they're okay with, right? Which I guess I can understand, but, like, that's not for me, right? Like, I want to do something more than yeah. just that. But I've only ever met people like that who want to get the next high. But that's not what they. That's what they want, but it's not what they want. And what I mean by that is, it kills them inside that that's what they're going for instead of this secondary goal that they have. It's never that way at the start, but it's definitely that way later on when it's their life. Yeah, like when when something is hard, it's kind of like in human nature to be like, I, I don't, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. So, so like, yeah, I can, I can understand how that could happen. And you and I have, uh, he may still be your friend. We don't need to mention names, but we have a, a mutual acquaintance at the least that kind of was falling into at least the beginning to middle stages of what I would consider this where like all they want to do is hit that next high but are they really that happy absolutely not 
um, let's call him. Let's let's go with Bobby. Bobby's a good name. <laughs> oh yes, Bobby, best name. Yeah. Uh, no, I know. I know for a fact that Bobby's just like, um, he d- he doesn't want to be where he is for sure. Mm-hmm. But like he's he's trying to make. Not, not I'm not gonna say the best out of his situation, but he's trying to like do what he can, make what he can out of it. Make it and better, but he's not going for it enough, is what you're saying. Yeah, and, and maybe not going about it the right way. Um. Mm-hmm. And like, it's definitely like a struggle. I know that for a fact. And uh, I don't know where I left Bobby in my life because I moved on from him. Like what I needed in my life had changed to the point where having uh, another person in that situation impacting my life just, it wasn't a part of it anymore. Uh, It didn't fit, I guess. But where I left Bobby was, that was pretty much all Bobby did. Um, I always felt like it it definitely wasn't all of Bobby's personality, but he was letting it be a lot of who he was. Yeah, like he, I know he got to the point where he needed, um, he needed it just to feel normal, which is like it's mm-hmm. just a, it's just a sad thing. It is pretty sad. I knew, um, and we both know that before he got into substance abuse. It was, it was women, and then it was both substance abuse and women. Um, it was just a dark, dark path, I guess, where you're never really happy, but you always feel like you have a handout looking for somebody to pull you into it. What? The way it comes to me at least being in a position where you feel stuck like you want something but clearly you don't want it enough to change it hasn't pushed you there yet because if you want something enough you'll you'll find a way to do it yeah like uh, mm-hmm. That's that's just sort of lack of like motivation, which is very, um, like uh, the the generation ahead of us like to say that that's very common in our generation, which isn't necessarily true. It's just there's those bad cases that really make us look bad. Every prior generation says it about the next. Yeah, but um, at least I've been in a situation that I've wanted something. But clearly not enough because I didn't go out and achieve it. And you know, you know when you're achieving it, even if you can't completely get there. And in the, su- the case of substance abuse, it doesn't really pan out that way. But let's say you really want to be at uh, a point of education. You'll find yourself a way to get to that point of education, whether or not you have to teach yourself or if you have to go to an institution you'll learn that thing and if you want that job you will either go out and do it yourself or you'll find it in a company 
But if you didn't want it enough, then you'll never be there. Yeah. I'm not the kind of person that could teach myself really anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I can teach myself a couple of things, and, like, I'm a, I'm not a slow learner. I like to think I'm a pretty, like, decent learner, mm-hmm. but I need somebody to guide me to learn, I feel like. And yes. uh, it, it really comes down a lot to, like, the type of, of learner you are, how, how well or, like, how well your approach is going to do. Mm-hmm. But your approach started before education, really. Like, you were determined to be better. Yeah. And then grades fell into your way as being the best way to be better. At least that's how it came off to me. Absolutely. And for another person, maybe education wasn't the way that they found to be better. It was more of a soul-searching thing. Or maybe they had to like look at themselves in the mirror and realize that maybe they weren't the best person, that they were doing something wrong. They had to break apart before they could build themselves back up. Uh, we all find yeah. our own ways to get there. Yeah, like uh, maybe for somebody it's just like they don't like what they see in the mirror and they're like, hmm, maybe I should go to the gym a couple days a week or something. Or maybe it's like mm-hmm. I, I'm doing something morally wrong and maybe I was like a dick to my friend the other day. I should go apologize. It's something as small as that. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about people that look look to be different? They want it, or at least they say they want it so bad, but they never go out to do it. And maybe they even blame kind of the world for them not achieving it. (sighs) We've both seen that kind of a person too. Uh, 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 I don't know, dude. Like... The world isn't out to get you, right? That's just not the case. No. The world is fair that it's equally cruel to everybody. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Like Undertale says, man, determination. <laughs> That's a video game reference for anybody who doesn't understand. <laughs> At least from how I see it, is that there are people that are blind to the person that they are because they're too busy focused on how everything else could have been different to make who they are different. Kind of like wanting to move the world to get you somewhere instead of just moving yourself. I've had a lot of those like times in my life where I'm looking back like, what if I'd done this thing differently, right? You just can't, mm-hmm. you can't, like, d- dwindle on that too long, I guess. Some people definitely get caught up on, you know, changing the past, like, wishing it had been different. But, uh, and that's definitely, like, a part of this. But there are also some people that don't even directly blame the past. Have you ever seen that? They just kind of blame everything at once. I can I can understand why you would do that, but uh, I don't think that the past is important as 
pushing yourself forward. It's easy to get caught up in, though, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything about yourself right now that you wish were different? Uh, I need a haircut again, but other than that... <laughs> um, you think you're in a pretty good place? Uh, my work ethic could obviously use some work, but other than that, not really anything too, I mean, too serious. Obviously, you're on this podcast. A zing. <laughs> Dang. I'm just joking. Got yourself. Look, it wouldn't be a joke if I didn't offend both of us at the same time. <laughs> okay. No. I mean, work ethic is definitely something that I also think I should improve on. But again, that's one of those things that I clearly don't want it enough or else I'd do it. At least that's how I feel about myself and my approach to it. Okay. Um, and if there was anything... Like, I don't think I'm a perfect person at all. I don't think you're a perfect person either. Me neither. And though it is our flaws that make us unique, I feel like some flaws are uh, depreciating of a person's character. And I definitely have characteristics about myself that I think I would change if if I found it in myself to want it bad enough. Like, in my mind, I want it, but clearly not enough to go out and do it. And I'll just tell you, I guess one right off the bat, is I get into my own head. I have been in a lot of relationships that didn't turn out the best, friendships that didn't turn out the best, and I'm always looking at people and trying to find the optimal way to get on the good side of things. I'm never just calm. Do you ever feel that way? Like, what, what, do, you, what do you mean? Like, get on the good side of people? Would... I'm going to ask you a question, and it's in reference to your question as part of the answer. Do you find okay. me charismatic? <laughs> Out of our friend group, I would say you are probably the most people person, people person in, the, in there. I learned to be charismatic because if I wasn't, then I was still putting up with all those things I'd come to believe from other people that were horrible about me like I was just this ugly person and I was I was not worth uh, being loved because I was just so fat doesn't really add up but when it's thrown at you so many times you start to believe it um, so charisma being funny as well it became my way to deflect emotions entirely and from the day I learned how to do it, I still do it. A lot of the times, I try to have a serious conversation. 
I deflect it with a subtle joke or not so subtle joke sometimes to take the edge off yeah um i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing right um i think a, a slightly worse case of a similar thing uh, i have a friend who you don't actually know who um, oh what we have different friends it's like he went to um, my high school oh, but God. like you might have met him but like you you have met him you just don't know him very well okay but like if you ever try to have a serious conversation with him you mm -hmm. can't ever tell if he's being like serious or like joke like he just has like one mood one like mindset all the time mm -hmm. it, it's just hard to tell when he's not being sarcastic <laughs> and that's probably like a very like like that's his way of dealing with these like attend intense emotional conversations mm -hmm. and like that's not necessarily a bad thing either it's just people deal with that kind of thing in certain in different ways and mine is just kind of i listen and don't talk very much <laughs> yeah i've noticed uh, i've noticed that um you're definitely the kind of person that will listen to a person like just ball their eyes out you don't necessarily have to say anything but you're just there for them. And yeah. you have that mechanism. Yeah, I pronounce that so oddly. <laughs> yeah, just whew, throw that away. Um, but my mechanism for just avoiding the pain, I guess, just was to deflect. And now I don't need to deflect anymore. I actually find myself feeling bad because I'm not feeling enough real emotion um, because you know I'm deflecting it away ow <laughs> smooth <sighs> I know do you have any input on that I actually thought you were going to say something and then you went ow and it went to more shuffling <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm thinking, but like I don't, I don't really. No. If you could change anything about, ow. Look, this is the professional podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, no. Uh, if you could change anything about other people, and I'm gonna use the generalization as like people as a whole, like society. You could choose society, or you could narrow it down to extremists if you wanted, or anything along the lines. Do you understand where I'm going with this? I think so. What would you change? <sighs> About people. Yes. Well... If it makes it easier, there's definitely things at different times I feel like I would change about people. So don't feel alone. Go 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 for it. You go you go for it first. <laughs> you go for it first. Make it easier on me. Yeah, ex exactly. There are times I wish people saw less with their eyes and more with what they hear. Like the people 
behind what they're seeing, I suppose. Uh, I feel like the world is very superficial. Mm-hmm. That's one example. Sometimes I wish people cared more. Although, I also believe it's everybody's freedom not to care if they don't want to. I just think it would be nice if more people cared. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's uh, an idealistic situation. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be really um, A1 if people didn't just take everything as truth you know like if people critically thought about everything they heard or read Mm -hmm. you know like formed their own legitimate opinion on all things that would be pretty like good you know if you just didn't sheep i agree i feel like that would avoid a lot of high school problems and it would yeah avoid a lot of confusion taking the easy way out of communication pretty much Exactly. I feel like a lot of issues come up because people just don't communicate. Yeah, that's very true. You know, I really enjoyed talking about this with you. Me and too. We don't, we definitely don't enough get to have conversations like these, which is partially why I wanted to start the show, is so I could have more. But uh, I think I'm going to wrap it up. Is there anywhere you'd like to send the people? Um, no, no, just like I said, Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. All right. Thank you for being on. No problem. So there you have it. That was me talking to my very long time friend Jake and by the sounds of our conversation we had a lot to say but not a lot of it was easy and change never is easy whatever the case if you're trying to change whether it's adamantly or if you feel like you've changed into a different person from who you used to be I would just suggest to you that you make the most of it and be the best person you can be. I really hope you liked tonight's show. And if that holds true, share the podcast with a friend. And hopefully they'll feel the same way you did about it. Have a good night.